0: Seven. Today, I'm joined by Chris Hefty, the fundraising coordinator for P Flag Howard County. Chris also runs the local RYA group. Welcome, Chris, and thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> h- how long have you been the uh, the fundraising coordinator for P Howard County? Uh, just about a year, maybe a little bit more. Um, I've started out. Um, geez, time
1: just evades me. So it's been.
0: Okay. And what kinds of events does um, PFLAG host or sponsor that like would require fundraising?
1: Well, uh, we do have a big fundraiser that we use our funding for to continue our uh, services, uh, one being um, the Queens and Cocktails event that we run every year. Uh, this year, we're not sure which date it will take place due to the uh, circumstances that we're in at the moment, but mm-hmm. uh, usually it's been held in um, uh, May. So uh, that's just a very big fundraiser that we have, where we invite county executives and other people within the community to come out and support uh, Peace Flag, Howard County, and uh, to enjoy a great time. You
0: know, have drag queens and uh, music, good food. It does sound like fun. Um, how many people? How many people normally come to that event?
1: Oh, We have over 150, 200 people.
0: Oh wow! So that's a that's a pretty good turnout.
1: It is. It's great. It's been. Say, I hate to skip this wrong because I'm
0: very bad with like numbers, but I think it's our seventh year. Okay. What do you do with the funds that are raised from the event?
1: Well, all our funding is used to uh, support our programming. Uh, we have uh, different support groups and uh, we also do a lot of educational work within the community and outside of Howard County as well. Um, whether or not it's we're doing uh, a seminar or a training on uh, LGBT inclusiveness in schools, uh, or if it's uh, running our RYA, which is called the Rainbow Youth and Allies Support Group, uh, the
0: awesome. And your um, RYA group. So uh, you kind of run that group. How often do y'all meet?
1: So we meet twice a month. We meet on the second and fourth Tuesday each month. And uh, we meet from 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m.
0: That's and what kind of activities do you typically um, do when you're in the RYA group? I know a lot of groups out there work with young adults, probably looking for some ideas as well. Oh yeah, well, um, for the youth that I work with, uh, we're pretty relaxed. Uh, Sometimes,
1: as kids get, it's hard to get them to sit down and take on an individual task, but it's the fellowship that counts to Mm -hmm. that extent. So uh, I kind of run the group in that sort of, a atmosphere. So, um, I do want to one support and that we do have, um, times where we'll come together and we'll put together a project, you know, we'll, we'll do a fundraiser for the RIA, or we will talk about, uh, emotionally
0: mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, just have fun yeah that does that sounds cool about how many um teens and preteens uh, young adults attend typically
1: I mean, i'm averaging between 15 and 20 okay most...
0: yeah that's a good number um and, yeah. and this is open for anybody so any local teens that are interested in attending
1: absolutely you know uh, you don't have to be lgbt like it says in our name but we are the rainbow youth and allies
0: Now, last year was the very first time that Howard County put together their own Pride event. And um, I know you were involved a lot in that. Can you tell us a little about your role with putting together Pride?
1: Yeah, well, the first year uh, I was and uh, working with people in the community and organizations and businesses to uh, fundraise for Pride so that we can make it bigger and better uh, for our community. And that uh, was a huge success, um, you know, working with uh, Jamel Howard, who is the chairman of Howard County Pride and vice president on a piece like Howard County Board. Um, you know, he's been fantastic and his vision has enabled me and our team to, make Howard County Pride such a success
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um you know we our first year had like about 10,000 attendees over the span of the, the event and that was a huge success
0: wow that's uh, fantastic yeah oh yeah uh, that's really wonderful um and I know things kind of got postponed uh for this year but uh was there any plans on moving anything online or anything that people yeah. can do from home
1: Pride Month having many different online events, not just one. Uh, we want to have it like a, as a, an entire Pride Month celebration. And uh, because we are unsure about what might take place uh, beyond virtual, you know, we, we, we aren't focusing on anything too directly, you know, involving like a community event, but uh, we definitely want to have uh, drag events. I'm
0: actually going to be doing a uh, drag queen story
1: time very soon. On oh, 15. that's awesome! Um, yes, very very excited for that. Um, I am I'm one of the queens for Howard County Pride. So oh,
0: fantastic! Always, and what yeah. is your uh, what yeah. is your drag name?
1: Oh, it's Bella Naughty.
0: Bella Naughty. Yes. All right.
1: Yes.
0: Very fun. Um. Now, the have we seen, have you seen any changes, um, within the Howard County community as a result of having Howard County pride last year?
1: Well, um, one of the biggest notable changes is that, um, you know, now when I go anywhere wearing one of my logo sweater, uh, t-shirts or not sweater, but t uh, t-shirts or have like, you know, my bumper sticker, you know, how people like, uh, pull down their window, uh, kind of pull up next to me and i would be like, I went to Pride, it was awesome. And I'm like, oh, yay. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of people that
0: uh, attended Pride have been able to keep up with what we do throughout the rest of the year, because we believe in celebrating Pride 365. You know, Absolutely. They, you know, That is that is pretty awesome. So what what originally made made you guys branch out and start a Howard County Pride? Um, I guess just because in the past, you know, I've gone to Baltimore Pride and DC Pride and I've noticed that now more and more communities are having like smaller, uh well not even smaller because you had ten thousand people, but um, you know, they're hosting their own prides. What do you think that does for the uh LGBTQ plus community? Well,
1: I find one of those things uh, would be uh, accessibility. Uh, Some people can't just go out to Baltimore, even though we are right here in Howard County, Mm -hmm. uh, especially younger individuals. unique culture within our community and Mm -hmm. by being able to stay together and have that throughout the year um, and uh, continuing to do so by working with us and celebrating with
0: us mm-hmm. as a community. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I love I love everything that you guys are doing so I can't I can't wait to oh, to be able to uh, attend hopefully hopefully whenever we're back up and running yeah. and I can't wait to check out all the online events. I know um, I'm definitely going to be showing up for that drag queen story time right after Rainbow Conference is over so yeah I'm excited <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, so, a little tidbit of information that probably our listeners don't realize is that you were um, one of my students for an Why elementary that? school, and then when I moved to high school, you were my student again, um, as you know, as the as a media specialist. Um yeah. So, and then you were also in our in our club in our saga club which back then i'm trying to think what we called i think we just called it gsa back then um and uh how do you think things have changed between when you were in high school which when did you graduate remind me it's been a little while (laughs) good
1: question um (laughs) i have done so much between then and now (laughs) Jeez, I think
0: I'm 2015. 2015. Okay. So you graduated in 2015. Where, how do you yeah. see things changing um, just in the last five years uh, from the youth that you've been working with uh, that have come in through RYA and from your own personal experience, you know, five to nine years ago when you were in high school? Yeah.
1: Well, high school directly, I'm less familiar with just because I don't work with as many well, I I do work with high schoolers, but I don't work with them, like, from my own school, and I feel like each school is so different, but I do notice across the board that anyone of a younger age is becoming more accepting, and uh, especially for me, like, in middle school age, it was really difficult um, uh, for me to even come out, and then when I did come out, I had a lot of struggles, Um, but nowadays, I don't, I mean, it's still there, but I, I feel like a, it's becoming easier and it's a great thing to see because I'm seeing more people being themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that like, if I thought about like, Oh, would I do that my, at my, if I was their age back then I'd be like, mm, I might be a little worried too, you know? So I feel like mm-hmm. and that's just for me observing that it looks like it's probably, you know, making positive strides in the right direction.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, what are your hopes kind of like for the future for, um, for our youth and the future of Howard County and Howard County Flag, like, what do you hope to see?
1: Well, I'd love to see them become the next generation of change makers because we're trying to continue our mission as a community to, you know, increase our visibility and uh, to, you know, see equality between all types of people, um. I think i'd like to see you know more of them become activists but also use their unique traits to create something great for themselves and for the community mm-hmm. uh, whether it be art or if it's um in sciences or whatever they do um you know i've been able to do that and i see where it's taken me it's brought me to being able to work with uh, P Flag like howard county and to work with howard county pride um to speak with you today um Mm -hmm. you know beforehand um i didn't really have a defined path but after i figured out you know who i was where i was trying to go um everything started to fall into place and now i get to do something really great you know i get to meet awesome people i get to uh, work with the team that helps bring pride to howard county and um, i get to work with youth Um, so i hope that you know people can follow in those sort of footsteps just because um made positive change within my family you know before they weren't very accepting and i have been able to be a good example as a person for them and uh you know it's helped them come around so oh that's you know, great things like that you know things like that just really do a lot
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah Absolutely. i hope that i can see more of the youth continue to do that
0: that's awesome um well thank you chris for your time today and um you know, thanks for everything that you do for the the youth of Howard County and all you've done for Pride. And um, we're looking forward to all the fun things that you've got planned for us for for Pride Month. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you had me on and I'm happy to stop by any other time. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. Alrighty. If you're interested in checking out Bellinati's Drag Queen Storytime, check out Howard County Pride's 2020 Facebook page for more information on this Facebook Live event. This is the perfect way to end your day after virtually attending the HoCo Rainbow Conference. Hope to see you there. The music featured at the start and end of our podcast is Work by Kevin MacLeod from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.